You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show Jerry. Uh, we got a potpourri of crap today. Um, we, that's what we should now call this podcast. Instead of BNC postgame? Alan Jerry, potpourri of crap. Potpourri of crap. I like that. Uh, first things first, Evan's gone. Craig's back tomorrow, so that's kind of cool. Yes. I enjoyed having Evan here, and we look forward to having Craig back tomorrow. That will be great. Give you one thing. I can't wait for Craig tomorrow because Ben McAdoo spoke today, and the media asked him about Tom Coughlin being in the building. And not only did he say it doesn't bother him, he says he embraces it and prefers it because his mentor is there to knock uh, bounce ideas off of. I see. So that'll be interesting. Uh, you have an update on a previous story that we have covered on this podcast. Now, we've done this from time to time where we give you a story like the man with the bionic penis. We gave you the update the other day about him having relations for the first time. This one is about the dude that threw the alligator through the fast food window, correct? Yeah, so we uh, it's not really an update uh, as much as it's a similar story. Okay. So we did a story a couple weeks ago about a guy who was furious with like a Wendy's person working the window at the front desk. Right. And so he uh, found a an alligator on the side of the road because it was like in Florida where alligators just are like roaming around. And he picked it up, went back through the drive-thru and, and threw the three-foot alligator in the drive-thru window. A three-foot alligator. By the way, that's not a lizard. <laughs> right. It's a three-foot alligator. And there was a picture of it and everything. So it was a real thing. So I thought that was a unique item, uh, throwing an alligator through a fast food window. Well, here comes another story, this out of California, where a man was uh, having sushi in a sushi restaurant, and he had a small snake with him. And I guess... Um, Don't tell me. Don't tell was, me it became dinner. He was getting into arguments, I guess. He was starting fights with people at the sushi restaurant. Right. So they had asked him to leave, and he left, and he got from his truck a 13-foot python and came back and threw it into the sushi restaurant and left. <laughs> so I guess the thing to do wow. is if you're furious... With um, restaurants Carry and reptiles. fast food. Yeah, throw large reptiles into the room and then just leave. Wow. So that's what he did. He threw his large reptiles down onto the uh, floor of the sushi restaurant and he took off. That is awful. He has been arrested, Jerry. No. This was in Los Angeles, too. This wasn't some podunk town. Iroha Sushi of Tokyo in Studio City. This happened on a Sunday night. Could you imagine? He threw the 13-foot python. He was cursing. At people, and then he just took off. People just don't think starting man. fights, Jerry. Like, well, again, we always talk about this. You, you're gonna end up in jail for that. That's just so stupid. Yes, very stupid. God Almighty, I tell you. Anyway, mm. all right, let's move on from that because I, I don't understand. All right, you don't think. understand. Here's I one. Want, yeah. Go ahead. You fire I want to get into this 
men getting promotion stories you have, yes. and then what they do in their private life from that. Oh, I'm, right, I'm fascinated by this. So this is a study that says when men get a promotion, it makes them want to dump their girlfriends. But it doesn't work the opposite way. So when a woman gets a promotion, she doesn't want to dump her boyfriend or husband. So but basically say, it proves we're shallower than women. Yes, because men see their worth to a woman based on how much money they make. This is what this study says. Right. So a man only feels worthy based on what he's making for a living. So if he's making, let's say he was making 30 grand a year, he would have this particular girlfriend because he feels like that's the um, quality of girlfriend he should have based on making 30 grand a year. Hmm. When he gets a promotion, all of a sudden his self-worth goes through the roof and he feels like, I'm a much bigger provider. Where's the girl with the fake boobs? Now I should be getting a girl more desired by other guys. Right. So then I'm the special guy Boy, that is so getting shallow. this girl. I mean, you're treating women like cars. No, well, they're saying it's uh, it's sort of uh, nature, Jerry. No, that it's because not sort of nature. Men see lions them, don't make more money than other lions. That that nature. men nature that because men see themselves as being the providers it's and shallow. their and their worth that they only got a thirty thousand dollar a year type of girl and now you're making a hundred grand a year. So based on this, I should, should divorce my up. wife now. Well, because you were married uh, when you were making no money very early right. on. Yeah. Right. So with all the advances I've had, I should yeah, be numerous. on my seventh girlfriend. Right. I mean, what are we doing? It's yeah. shallow. There's nothing. Don't tell me it's nature. That's all BS. Did you feel like when you started making more money, did your chest bow out a little more? Did you feel more manly? No. You didn't? No. Oh. I feel did. better about doing more things. Like I remember in 2000 and I don't remember. What was the final year at Texas Stadium? I don't remember what that was. 2007, 2008, one of those years. And I remember I had been there before. My wife had never been there. And my Matthew at the time was five or six or whatever. And I wanted to go. And it was the first, I remember it was the first time in my life that I'm like, you know what? Let's just go online, buy airline tickets, buy the, buy the room, get the tickets for the game. Let's just go. And we did it like two weeks prior to Thanksgiving. And I spent a lot of money on it. And it felt really good to just do it. Right. You didn't my care. My chest wasn't stuck out any further. But you had the ability to do things that you otherwise couldn't have years prior. Right. It was good. I don't sit there and say, bye, honey. You didn't see other women and go, that is a more desirable woman for me because I'm earning more money no. now. Oh. No, not at all. Again, you're, not, you're too shallow. That's very advanced thinking oh, of you. Oh, shut up. You must have a high IQ. Because this study, Jerry, this was a this I, study. No, was, I love my wife. We get along very well. Yeah. Not about IQ. This story, this good study was God. done in China. Where they're going to have NFL football in a couple of years. Yes. Absolutely, Jerry. But they, it was interesting. They didn't find that with women. Women, so that's good. If your wife starts making a ton of coin, she's not going to look for other dudes. Right, but then the men run away. The what, oh, what men run away? The ones that aren't making as much oh, as their wives. Yeah. I told you that story. That feels weird. That does feel weird, right? Yes, that does feel weird. I've dated women that have made more money than me, and it does feel very strange. And yet strange that they don't pick up the bill for dinner sometimes. <laughs> like every time. <laughs> yeah, like... I know it's kind of emasculating, I guess, if she if they did all the time. But some of the time, if the woman's making more money than you, like wouldn't kill you a, to pick up the check. Yeah. I don't know every other Saturday. 
I'll take once a month at, uh, if a woman's making more than me. But by the way, if you're with her and married to her, it's all the same money anyway. What difference does it make? I guess. Yeah, that's when I would be in favor of combining the... Uh, right. <laughs> when the woman's making more than me, I'd be like, we really should put our pool our resources. So I make 25 k you make 130 It's really ours now, right? <laughs> it's really our money. <laughs> now, do you have, like, spending money when you're... Like, this is what I'm always confused about uh, being married or living together and sharing resources. Are, do you feel... When you pool your money together, that you feel like you can spend, uh, you have like allowance type money where you can spend stuff. I don't really have an allowance. I just. But if you wanted to buy, let's say you decided you wanted to buy a PlayStation. Sure. You could just go buy that, or you have to clear that with the wife. As long as there's money in the checkbook, just go do it. Just like she can go. I've never questioned anything she's bought. Is that right? Never. That's good. Because I could see where that would get dicey because if the guy was, whoever was making more money, they could say, well, that's my money. By the way, when I went through my car little deal, where I had four cars in four years. Yeah, well, yes, you went through a uh, phase again, when you were very, you would get sick of cars or hate your car immediately that. upon were, purchasing one. There were reasons for every one. Some smart, some unfortunate. Right. My avalanche, <laughs> unfortunate. Right. That still bothers me That was a mechanical issue. That was, and I was given a very good out, and I took it. You, at one point, Jerry, had a yellow car with a blue stripe I or had something. that for three days, <laughs> and then I returned it. I didn't know you could return cars. Oh. I learned you could. Uh, you drove in that car with I me I did. One I day. liked that car. Yeah, that was three days it was and out. It was very sporty. Like, it looked like it was from the 70s. I did not like that car. That car was awful. But anyway. Before you did that, you were burning through some cash with these cars. Well, not even so much of that as much as I was just burning through cars. And Kim knew what I was doing on everyone except one. One day I came home and there was a different car in the driver. She's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm like, well, the other car wasn't working out. So she's cool. It wasn't she, she wasn't like, well, why'd you get another car? She, she didn't care. She didn't care. No, it's fine. Totally fine. That's a happy marriage, Jerry. That's how that works. It's worked out so far for 16 and a half years. And I know you love a story that has to deal with health. We talk about diets and exercise all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. So here's a study for you, Jerry, but this is a real study. This okay. isn't like some Fugazi study. This is the National Health and Nutrition Survey. Let's go for it. Now, they deemed somebody living a healthy lifestyle if you could 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 do the following. You ate a balanced diet. Yep. There's four things. Balanced diet, you're being active, you have the right body fat, and you don't smoke. Okay. Four things. No smoking, proper body fat, balanced diet, exercise. Right. Four things. Four things. What percentage of the country does those four things? 5%. All four things. 5%. 2.7%. Okay. Do, the, do those yeah, four things. Yeah, I'm not things. surprised. The other 97.3% yeah. do one of those other items that is keeping them well, out of the first thing two of them are healthy linked. lifestyle. The having a bad diet, an unbalanced diet is going to lead to more body fat. All right. All right. Fair so enough. those are linked. So is not being active. <laughs> so if you don't have a balance if you have a balanced diet, you're active and you don't smoke, chances are you're pretty good on the fourth. You screw up those first two, then the other one's out the window. And I like this one. They have so that's healthy lifestyle. Yeah. They have what they call uh, uh, extremely unhealthy lifestyle. Okay. Meaning, of those four things, nothing. You don't get any of them right. right. So you do smoke. Your fat is more than it should be. 
you are not active, and you do not eat a balanced diet. Right. What percentage of America falls into See, that's that a category? Tough one, I don't, people it's got to be all four. Like, yeah, people don't smoke like they used to. If you told me three out of the four, I would give you upwards of 80%. Right. You're telling me all four, all four. with the smoking? Jeez. I'll say 40%. Uh, only 11% do oh, really? all four things. And I think that's because of the smoking. Yeah. Smoking is re- – you know, it's funny. I, and I've said this to you before. I go outside after work or anywhere I go. I see someone smoking an actual cigarette now. I'm like, what is that? Because with these vaping and the whatever, you know, all that stuff now, I'm actually surprised when I smell real smoke. So the yeah, I, 40 was way high. 11, okay, that's fine. I'd like to know what it is with three out of four. A three out of four? I don't know if we they don't have, have that. that. I don't know if I have that. I honestly think Jerry. that's in the 70 to 80 percent range. That's. I would think uh, yes. I would think it has right. to be. Yeah, because uh, all the other percentages are off. Right, exactly. You ever see, like, now when we talk about uh, businesses, you and I, we talk about starting businesses and things, These uh, they have vaping shops now. Yeah, I've seen them. But they they all look like they all look like they know they're going to go out of business. It's a right? fad. Because they're right. They know it's a fad. They're in a strip mall in a store that was probably previously, or one of those strip malls where, like, half of the things are vacant. Mm-hmm. Then instead of having a sign up, they have the vinyl. Right. Like <laughs> they just went out and bought this vinyl sign to it's put like a up. Seasonal business. Yes. You know you're going to be in and out in a year. You're going to make a lot of money, and you're going to get the hell out. Right. And then we're going to think, what's the next big thing coming down the pipe? Yeah, because at some point, vaping isn't going to be a thing. Although what's interesting though is oxygen bars are still a big thing in California, which I don't understand. Where you go when you put a, a mask on? Yeah, we. I saw several of them when we were in San Francisco for the Super Bowl. And what's the benefit of the oxygen bar? I what are they pitching? I have no idea. You're supposed to go there and suck in this flavored oxygen. Yeah. Who thinks of this stuff? And what moron goes to it? Well, Apparently California. Yeah, I would I, bet all those California freaks. I get it, but still. It's like they still have hookah bars around what the these hell? parts. I don't know what that is. What is that? That's like where you uh, you sit at a at a little table, and you have this big machine in the middle that you put different type of flavored tobacco, and there's all these different uh, tubes coming out of it, and each person sucks on the tube like a cigarette. <sighs> And it's hookah. It's like flavored Imagine. tobacco. All right. But there are hookah bars. So that's what you do. You go in, you sit down, and you 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 suck on this uh, this tobacco thing that's sitting in the middle of your table. And us two morons can't come up with a business <laughs> that makes any sense. All right. Now, moving on. Uh, I have a friend of mine who lives down the shore, down in the Barnegat area. Went to high school with them. Husband's pretty cool. And they want to come up to go see Billy Joel. I think next month, so I think we're trying to arrange tickets, and then she wants to get my other friends to go, and then two of her friends. We're talking like eight people or something. And I'm sitting there saying, how in the hell are we all going to go in one car? It's eight people, nine people. you have any ideas? I mean... I do have an idea, Jerry. Why don't you take a bus? Take a bus? How am I taking yes. a bus? Well, you go to busrental.com, and you take a bus. It's that simple, Jerry. You go in there. You punch in, where's this Billy Joel playing? I think at the Garden, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So you'd punch in New York City, right? Wherever the Garden is. Right. And then you would punch in from your destination. So, like, right now, if I go to busrental.com, yeah. you're telling me to put down my destination. That's right, Jerry. My, where I'm going, where I well, originate from. That is your destination. And my destination. And exactly. Gonna, and what's going to happen? And you'll get a uh, quote. What we call a real-time quote, Jerry. Really? Yeah. The best part of going to busrental.com is not driving. You know, there's so many things that I don't do because I have no interest in driving and dealing with where am I parking 
Uh, how long is it going to take? What's the traffic situation going to be like? With busrental.com, Jerry, you don't have to think about any of those things. You know who thinks about it? The dude driving your bus because you're just relaxing as a passenger. I think I'm going to have to try this. Busrental.com. So how do I find out again? Where do I go? You go to busrental.com, Jerry. You can do things like, you know, dudes go to bachelor parties in Atlantic City or just getting together with your friends. What if I want to go to, like, City Field for a game? Yes, of course, Jerry. Anywhere a bus can go, busrental.com will be there. And, in fact, they're a U.S. coachways company, which is quality quality bus. Quality stuff. Now, I'm surprised you have a female friend. I do. Your wife doesn't get jealous of that? about that? I don't know. What if your wife had a guy friend she was trying to get a bus together with and go somewhere? Well, my wife's coming with us. Oh, it's a whole group. Yes. Oh, I see. It's not just me and Nicole. It's me and a couple of friends and my wife. Oh, going to Billy Joel and a bus. It's a bunch of couples. All right. She's as much my wife's friend as she's my friend. Oh, you guys met in high school and things. I've known her since 1990. Oh, my God, 1989. So it won't be awkward on the bus when you're going to Billy Joel. Al, I'm not going to go hump her. We're going to go to a concert Oh, just together. a concert. Oh, okay. Yes. Busrental.com, Jerry, is where you're going to want to go. You can choose from a wide variety of motor coaches, party buses, and limos to accommodate small groups or an entire large group like you're thinking of going with, I think Jerry. party bus is the way I got to go. Yeah. Partybus.com. And by the way, if you uh, type in a CBS bus in the promo code... Yeah. You'll get 5% off. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so do that. All right, busrental.com. Busrental.com. So check this out, Jerry. I don't know if you've... uh, We've all received wrong numbers where somebody calls. Yes, happened to me the other day, actually. And you get a wrong number, and they go, oh, I got the wrong number. Have you ever gotten a wrong text message? Yes, I have. Yeah, I've gotten those as well. Now, will you respond back to the people and say, I think you've reached the wrong person? All right, who is this? You'll say, who is this? Yes, especially if I don't... See, I'm going through this right now because when I change my phones... Only half my contacts, for whatever reason, transferred from phone to phone. So I will get text messages, and I've got ah. to be careful with what I get. I don't know who it is, what it is, what it's about. Sometimes, though, they're so far out of left field, I know it's not someone I know. Right. And I will say, what is this, who is this? Yes. So this happened to Dennis Williams in Georgia, Jerry. He oh, got Dennis a, Williams, yeah. He got a, a text message, uh, part of a group text message, that said, We are at the hospital having a baby. She has dilated to between five and six inches. Okay. So he writes back, congrats, LOL, but I think you've got the wrong number. Another text message uh, comes through uh, about uh, more updates on the baby. So he says, well, I don't know y'all, but me and the boys will be through to take a picture with this baby of yours. (laughs) So this guy and his buddies... Um, uh, who were also on this, well, he was on the text message. He got together with his buddies and they went to the hospital to visit this family and their new baby. Oh, come on. And they took pictures with them <laughs> <laughs> and they brought the baby uh, gifts. That is tremendous. Yeah, I like that. That is actually very funny. See a nice ending. I wouldn't want to spend money on someone I didn't know, so I probably wouldn't bring a gift. But that's a fun thing to do. If you're going to show up, you better bring a gift. Yeah. You don't say, let me hold your baby and take a picture. <laughs> now, if you if your wife accidentally uh, texted some strangers about the baby and they came up, would you? I'm not sure no, I would have let no them chance. in my room. There's no chance. A new First baby of all, I'm not texting strangers? anybody. Here's what's happened. The two times we had kids, right? Uh, it was a phone call to both parents. That's it. Yeah. Well, leave us alone, basically. We'll let you know how it goes at the end. 
not sitting there making. Uh, although I did tell you, uh, as she was delivering uh, Joseph, Craig was texting me. <laughs> what was he texting? Something about very Phil Mickelson important. about to win the Masters. Oh, hey, you watching this? Your boy's about to do it. Meantime, there's Joseph's head. And you said, "No, I'm having a baby." And the doctor's sitting there watching Phil Mickelson about to win. My wife's about to kill everybody. That was an interesting day. The baby's head comes out first. That's the normal way. Yeah, yes. Otherwise, the baby's in breach. In breach, meaning it's trying to come out sideways? Yeah, it can come out sideways, or feet, feet first. first, and then I guess there's oxygen issues and stuff right. like that. So that well, we've talked about the babies having no neck uh, bones. So if, the whole they, thing's crazy. if they come out feet first, then the neck is kind of stuck in there. I, I, listen, I got through it twice. It's a miracle. I honestly... I, did you watch the baby Yeah, I saw exit? both. Yes. You did? Both times, yes. Absolutely. Does its top of its head come out first? Yes. Yeah. How does that uh, open up so, like, <laughs> wide for a baby to come out? It naturally happens, man. <laughs> Natural, like, elasticity in the yeah, skin? Yeah, it's just, it is Ooh. what it is. It's weird. And let me tell you something. The idea of it is horrendous, <laughs> sounds gross, blah, 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 blah. But when you're going through it and it's your wife and your soon-to-be child, you don't think anything of it except, holy crap, be healthy, get through this, and you're looking at your wife saying, hang in there. Does it feel like a religious experience in any way? No, I never got that. Did you ever have any religious experiences? Uh, I have not. Where you felt like something happened here? No. Really? No. No. The only weird feeling I ever had was two times in my life. When I was at Jersey City State College and a cop came to get me, pulled me out of class to tell me a friend of mine had died. Wow. That was a very weird drive home. I, I Strange. And when my wife called me, middle of the night working with Beningo, hey, I got to get to the hospital. And I was in Astoria. I'm 70 miles away. We lived in Point Pleasant at the time. And I remember driving home like, okay, I've known we were going to have a baby. The house is ready for a baby. Holy crap, we're now having a baby. Right. Now it became it's real. very real on that ride home. As soon as I got home, though, now you... For whatever reason, now you turn into, are you okay? Let's get you to the hospital. You feel all right. And you stop thinking of all that stuff. But when you're driving 70 miles at 4 o'clock in the morning to go pick up your pregnant wife to have a baby, that was a weird feeling. Because it's just you and your thoughts. That's it. To where you've known life is going to change. You know going to bed at 9 o'clock if you want to on a Wednesday night and not watching whatever show is on TV and sleeping until whenever the hell you want on Saturday morning. You now know... Wow, it's now over, and I'll never—I'll give you another weird feeling when they hand you the baby and they say, "Good luck, guys. <laughs> You're not coming with us." <laughs> Very real. Those are the three times, though: the shock of my friend dying, and then that just odd feeling that comes over you. Wow, she's having the baby now. Right. Because it's, it's, it's probably you get the feeling when you first find out you're pregnant, but then you've got a nine-month period where nothing really right you, reality hasn't set fully in yet. You're into it. But it doesn't, it's not real. I mean, you look at your wife, she looks the same. You mean you're three months pregnant. No, you're not. Look at you. You look the same. You're fine. And then just very slowly, you put on some weight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the baby's in me there, jackass. Um, it's funny because we found out she was pregnant with Matthew in Vegas. And I kind of thought something was up because she didn't want to have a drink when we first got there. And I said, what's going on? She goes, I don't know. She goes, I just realized something could be up. Let me get a pregnancy test. And so she found out then and there. You did a pregnancy test in Vegas? Well, it w- she didn't want to, A, not have a good time if she wasn't pregnant. Right. And if she was, she didn't want to screw it up. 
So, yeah. I bet there have been many pregnancy tests done in Vegas. Uh, or many pregnancies being had in Vegas. In Vegas. Yes, exactly. Hmm. You know what, Jerry? When you uh, were about to have that baby, I hope you had a nice, clean, shaved face. You know, I didn't. You didn't? Uh, I wish I had. I think I was a hmm. mess, actually, at the time. Yeah. Perhaps if I had Harry's, I would have. Oh, yes. Jerry, here's the thing with Harry's. You would not have had to stop by on your way to your wife having a baby, because then you could have missed the baby. Harry's delivers right to your front door. So I could have it delivered. You get it delivered, much like a baby, Jerry. (laughs) Stupid. And strangely, a stork delivers the Harry's right to your front door. Yes, In a postal uniform. Uh, Yes, a stork in a postal uniform. with It's tied up in like a little bundle. Right. It's Harry's Razors. You go online at harrys.com. You order your razors. They come every month. You don't even have to think about it, Jerry. Because uh, you really have to think about it the first time when you put in your order. And then Harry's knows how much you shave and how often you need razors, Jerry. So they'll just keep sending them to your door day in and day out whenever you need them. And they come direct from this uh, German factory, Jerry. The Germans are really good at razors. Yeah, five-blade cartridges these Germans give you. At first, they were just four blades. And then the one the Germans got pissed, and they were like, "We need something better. What could we get better than four blades?" And a guy in the meeting said, "What about five blades?" And they were like, "Perfect. How Let's get five blades." And they got five blades. Over a million, a million guys have already made the switch, and thousands more switching every day to Harry's. Exactly, Jerry. Why would someone pay thirty-two dollars for an eight-pack of blades when you can get them for half price at Harry's.com? You'd have to be stupid. The Harry Starter Set is an amazing deal. For just $15, get yourself a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. Plus, Harry's will give you $5 off your first order using the promo code POSTGAME. Go to harrys.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com. Enter code POSTGAME at checkout and get your razors right to your front door. We will see you tomorrow on the Boomerang Carton Post Game Show. See you! It's the Boomerang Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.